Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of Radiant You. I want you to just take a moment and ask yourself this question. How are you feeling? Really, just check in for three seconds. Are you tired? Excited? Connected? Nervous? Maybe a little robotic? Whatever you're feeling, give it a one-word description. Do you got it? Okay, keep that in mind for just a moment, and we'll come back to that in a bit. But first, I want to share with you a moment I had recently with a dear friend who reached out to me, and she said, I can't stop feeling numb. I've been doing a lot of good things in my life and running around helping other people, but the minute that I get home, I just want to check out and read, and I feel disconnected from myself, numb to my feelings, and just struggling to not beat myself up that all I want to do is run away in a book. But I feel like I'm just checking out and I'm worried that I'm in some sort of addictive cycle. Can you help me figure this out? Now, when she shared this with me, my heart was full of compassion and gratitude for this amazing woman because she does so much to help the people around her. She's constantly serving. She has family members that have a lot of needs right now. And she is selflessly going out, serving them, offering help, despite the fact that she's getting older and she's physically struggling to keep up, which naturally is making her get home feeling worn out and exhausted, needing some rest. But what's waiting for her when she gets home each day is not self-care or comfort or rest. It's more exhaustion created by the guilt she's dragging around for anything she does to take care of herself, never experiencing true relaxation. I'm sure you've had those moments too, where you feel like you are just sprinting and sprinting and sprinting, doing all the things on your to-do list, helping the people that you love, trying to work through your goals. And then at the end of the day, you're just tired. You know that you've done well, but you still can't seem to relax. When my sweet friend was reaching out to ask me how to help her through this struggle, she asked a very important question. She told me, how do I know if it truly is self-care? My answer to her helped her shift from the place she was stuck to a more empowering place where she could tap into her radiant self and move forward with confidence. And I want to give you that gift too. But first, I want to explore some definitions that often get us stuck on what is and isn't self-care. Because there are actually three categories when most people think it's either self-care or self-indulgence. There's a third category, self-comfort. And knowing this, can make all the difference. Here's why. First, let's talk about self-care. This is the most widely accepted version of taking care of ourselves. We often categorize this in our brain in ways that we are proactively or productively caring for ourselves. Most people at least do the basics here, right? They take care of their hygiene, they brush their teeth, they get dressed, they shower, they take care of their food needs and their safety and create support for themselves. Many will often take it to the next level of self-care, where they have routines and goals in place so that they have space for things like scripture study or working on hobbies, 
We're eating healthy food and exercising. And these self-care actions are all very important. But the problem is most people only categorize it as self-care if it is productive. That's why it's important to see the second category, self-comfort. This less known version of self-love is when you feel tired and sad or lonely, disappointed, those heavier emotions, and you need to hold space for you. This is my friend who is running and exhausted at the end of the day and needs true relaxation. But the problem is, when we try and do self-comfort, it often gets crowded out by worry that we're not being productive. And that because it's not productive, then it must be indulgent when we take a bath or watch a show or read a book or eat something that we actually really want to eat but isn't very good for our body. And so we push away the self-comfort actions, telling ourselves we shouldn't want them until that desire builds up and we just give into it and do it anyway. And then what do you feel? You feel shame. You feel frustration. You feel that resistance again. And so you don't ever get to enjoy the relaxation or the comfort. But my friends, just because something isn't productive doesn't mean it's indulgent. When self-comfort is done purposefully, it is actually vital to your mental and emotional health. So you might be thinking to yourself at this point, okay, then what makes the difference between self-care and self-comfort and then self-indulgence? Well, let's explore self-indulgence for a little bit. Despite what you might believe, indulgence isn't necessarily just taking part in something that you don't think you should. So let's explore self-indulgence. The difference of what makes something indulgent is your motive for doing it. Often, self-indulgence is the vehicle for us to put a buffer between us and a feeling that we might be experiencing. That tired, exhaustion, disappointed, angry, whatever intense, negative, or heavy emotion you might be feeling, we want to put distance between us and that feeling naturally. And so we do something to try and make it go away. We eat a bucket of ice cream. We binge on a show or social media or one of the more sneaky self-indulgent behavior, we procrastinate and distract ourselves from the feeling or the thing we don't want to do with other seemingly good things like organizing our house or checking our email. There's a difference between supporting your life with self-care and self-comfort and checking out of your life with self-indulgence. My friend, my invitation for you is to give space for self-care and self-comfort. And when you actually give yourself space to do more self-care and more self-comfort, then you will decrease the need and the urge to buffer and check out in self-indulgent behaviors. After I explained this to my sweet friend, it was like a weight had lifted off of her chest and she felt so much lighter not only because she knew what to do now, but it gave herself space to have permission for self-care and self-comfort without always having to be productive. After I shared this with my friend and helped her see things in a little different way, it seriously looked like 
she had an anvil that had been on her chest taken off and lifted. She tangibly felt lighter. She sent me a message soon after that said, thank you so much for our conversation about self-care, self-comfort, and self-indulgence. After talking, I realized that I've always had the belief that I have to be productive or I'm lazy. You opened my eyes to see things differently, recognizing that I could choose what I made things mean. The guilt has now gone, and I am now consciously choosing my actions, managing my time, and setting loving, supporting boundaries that help me have self-care and self-comfort. Shifting from where I was to where I am has been eye-opening. And I am so grateful. Thank you. Oh, it just makes me feel full of joy knowing that she is free from that negative, limiting, unfulfilling belief. She's given herself permission to experience self-comfort and true relaxation. It seriously is life-changing. So my friend, I want that same freedom for you. Take a moment to reflect. How are you approaching your self-care? Are you carrying around guilt, worrying that your self-care or your self-comfort isn't okay because it's not being productive? Are you letting your feelings build so that they feel overwhelming and then you compulsively need to act out of self-indulgence? That's why I asked you to check in with how you felt at the beginning of this episode. Because the core of this is an awareness of your own feelings and needs. When you are struggling, give yourself space for self-comfort. And when you are succeeding, notice what self-care and comfort you're putting in your life to help you move forward with strength. That's one of the most powerful lessons you can learn from self-care is when you stop and look at what you're already doing that's working well, acknowledging that and practicing it even more in your life. I hope you will take these mindset shifts from this episode, apply them in your life in a way that actually supports you. Here are three simple shifts that can change everything. First, check your motives. Are you buffering or are you loving? Second, brainstorm supportive boundaries. If you make decisions ahead of time about what your boundaries look like around your self-care and your self-comfort, it releases some of that worry that you're doing it too much or too long. If you, like my friend, like to read, give yourself a time frame that's a gift to yourself. It's okay to use that time. Just do it purposefully and it will help clean up some of that negative self-talk. The third shift that can be so powerful is when you take a moment after self-care or self-comfort and reflect, how did that go? Was that helpful for me? Do I feel good about it? Am I judging myself for doing it? If there's negativity there, clean it up. Give yourself some compassion and find a new motive next time that will help you be more supportive of yourself. Knowing your motives, creating clear boundaries, and taking time to reflect will help you create patterns of self-care and self-comfort that will minimize self-indulgence 
and maximize your capacity for good in your life and the lives of others. You'll be able to have your own back, build your self-confidence, and show yourself love. There's a saying that goes like this, if you don't take time to be well, then you will be forced to take time for your illness. It's time for you to take care of you with more self-love, more self-compassion, and maybe a little bit more self-comfort. You are worth investing in you. Take care, my friends. Have a blessed day. You are radiant, but some days it's hard to remember that truth. If you're ready to live lighter and shine brighter, then head over to thelightcoach.com and book a free session to discover what's possible. The radiant you is within your reach. Let's find her together.